thought only the Oscar win for Best Picture was going to make us really mad tonight. I mean, other than it being a weird update of Driving Miss Daisy, I didn't really have a huge problem with Green Book. Did you have a huge problem with Green Book? More so the controversies surrounding it. There's a bunch of stuff about how the guy who wrote this book didn't even reach out to the the jazz piano played by Marshall Ali's family at all before starting this script or making this movie. Didn't even like ask him like, Hey, what was your granddad like? Hey, like oh, didn't even yeah. didn't even think to like talk to this the other person in this movie. Just said, Nope, this one guy's perspective, it's all we need. And okay. then be like, yeah, you were really insulting to insinuate that my grandfather had never had collard greens and fried chicken before you drove him to the deep south is really disturbing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big thing to forget, my dude. Yeah, I well, I was more concerned that Rami Malek won Best Actor and uh, Spider-Man and won. Uh, into Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse 1 Best Animated Feature. So Those are two really good wins. I big, got... Big wins. I got 5 out of 10 right. So 50. Failing grade in school, but pretty good for... Uh, for Oscars, that's pretty good, I would say. I Most of them were what I hoped would win, as opposed to what I knew would win. Except for Animated Short, Bowen winning. We were really hoping Small Steps won, but... Oh, well. That's okay. Everyone's going to talk about the Oscars. And I know that Aaron's looking really forward to when we go back to movies that everyone else has heard of. But I had to get one more never-before-heard-or-seen movie in. A movie from only two years ago, yet... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know, we, we, we saw... Honestly, we were in McKay's, going through the dollar bin, and I saw on the comedy shelf... A movie featuring Christian Shaw, Leah Thompson, Louise Guzman, Colby Smulders. And I'm thinking to myself, that is a great lineup. I bet this is just like one of those underrated little gems that you hear about. And you're like, oh, cool. I get to be on the ground floor of this before anyone else does. No, we were wrong. I was wrong. I admit full responsibility for this one. I thought this was going to be a lighthearted romp no this movie isn't movie 43 of the indie movies but it almost comes close that's a heavy blow to put on it well movie 43 ended up being this like loose collection of stars trying to do these poorly written and directed skits this is one man's struggle to portray a really, really, really awkward situation. And, oh, hey, I know this person. Or, oh, hey, we've got this contract with this person. Or, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. You think There's, he had blackmail pictures on all of them? I, God, I hope not. <laughs> or, or I hope they got them all back. Because most everyone is wasted in this movie. I would only say... Except for the main three people, they're all wasted. You yes. you do not have Leia Thompson, Leia freaking Back to the Future Thompson in a movie, and you have her in for one scene, and she's not even given any that much to work with? I uh, No, sir. No, sir. I was probably a little biased, too, 
just because of the title of the movie. But the <laughs> yeah. movie we're talking about today... We did not make up this title. You did not click on something that we made up. This is the title... I, I, I came close to li- saying literally, this is the title of the movie. Literally, right before airing. One of those <sighs> perfect indie movie titles. If there are Oscar baits, then there are indie movie darlings. This is trying to be that and failing miserably. I, I don't know if it's failing miserably or succeeding miserably because I've seen these kind of movies in the past and like it's those trailer baits where like, oh, this looks like it's going to be funny. Nope. Oh, this looks like it's going to be exciting. Nope. Oh, this looks like it's going to be heartfelt. Nope. Oh, Aaron was certain it was going to be one of those kinds of movies where you put all the funny moments in the trailer, and then that's Quite literally it. We never did see the trailer. Thank God. But before we do that, literally, he's Aaron. Literally, she's Elizabeth, and, and we're, we're married, married to, to the, the idea. idea. No, we're not going to throw the literally on that part. You can find us on Facebook at Married to the Idea. You can email us at Married to the Idea Reviews at gmail.com. If you get any of those, you can go to MarriedToTheIdea.Weebly.com to check out our website, all of our eps. We are now in Season 3, which is very exciting. And to celebrate the arrival of Season 3, we launched our Patreon at the beginning of this month. Uh, definitely go and check it out. There are some things you can see and some things you can't because only our very special paying Patreons get to see the extra special content we've been doing. We actually just did a whole week of trailer reviews and they were a lot of fun to do. So hopefully we'll be able to do one of those a week instead of one every other week like we had to do our podcast episodes. Yeah, we're looking at um, doing that. Um, some other fun episode reviews of some shows, maybe. Um, there's Perhaps a three-hour cut of all of the uhs that I cut from Aaron's mic. Uh, 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 uh. And the dance remix. And there might even be some higher-level Patreon rewards that we may come up with. Not might so. be, will be. You pay us enough money, we actually give you a segment during the plug party, and we'll talk about anything you want us to talk about (laughs) within reason. It could be a project you're doing, a website you want to promote, or even if you just want to hear our thoughts on Free Willy and Michael Jackson's pivotal role in that, we will talk about it. (laughs) Lord have mercy on our souls. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash married to the idea and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy at audibletrial.com slash married to the idea. We'll give you our book plug in the middle of the episode as always, but yeah. but <laughs> let's really talk about this because I'm mad at this movie for several reasons. I think we mainly, might be mad about the same things. Mainly because it takes place in 2017. I was willing to forgive this movie so much crap if it existed even pre-2010s. If it was at least... Like 09, 08. If it was at least 10 years old, I could forgive it for a lot of things. But I can't. And we have to talk about it. Mostly, I know what I would do to make this movie better. And that will be, I think, the question we answer at the end of this. Was there any way to save this movie? Because I think there is. And we'll talk about that when we get near the end. But I do know that the credits start rolling. 
you just see shots of Justin Long doing his documentary traveling the world things and Aaron just slams the remote on the ground and says I'm not even we gotta we gotta start right now record right now we have we am gonna tear this movie a new one she thought I was mad because one of the animals had done something I'm like no I have to rip this movie a new one because of how this movie ended and how these characters interacted with each other and how the story progressed Let's, or did not progress. Yeah, let's let's jump into that. It's all the worst trace of Ted's Mosby come to life. All right, so let's do a very quick uh, synopsis of this movie because this is an indie movie where not much happens. Basically, guy gets invited to his ex girlfriend's wedding. They were friends and they dated for eight years. They break up. You never find out why they break up. Sorry, spoiler alert. But I saved you. An hour and a half to two hours. Justin Long's character, the main character, goes to San Francisco to see the wedding and deals with him trying to still be over this girl, which is almost two years later at this point, and proceeds to get into awkward situation after awkward situation leading up to the wedding. And then the last third or fourth is the wedding. And then he leaves. And that's it. It graduate ends. Back of a bus, staring into the camera for too long. It does a lot of things. It, it's Ted Mosby. It's 500 Days of Summer. It's every unreliable male narrator pretending that they are the reason and end-all be-all for every woman's existence. I want you to remember Ted Mosby, not only because of Colby Smothers, um, who I adore, by the we way. We love Colby Smothers. Not only because of Avengers, but How I Met Your Mother. She's done a lot. She's fabulous. She's amazing. There, and there was that one movie that she did where she played a ghost. Um, a what? Yes. Yeah, she was in this random movie. There was like It was a little bit of a thriller, but it was this woman who moves into town, and she meets this guy, and she doesn't really know anybody. She's trying to escape her own past, and her past like comes to haunt her, but she meets this guy who she kind of likes, and then she... And then she meets this girl, played by Colby Smothers, and, like, girl's, like, helping her out. She doesn't really know what's going on. Turns out Colby Smothers is dead and is the... And she was ed- killed by Colby Smothers, right? No, 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 no. Colby Smothers' character is dead. And she was killed by Colby Smothers, right, babe? Colby... <laughs> that character, played by the woman from How I Met Your Mother, was actually dead the whole time. Smolders, Kobe Smolders, her character was dead the whole time and was actually married to the guy that this new character or the main character was interested in. And has like is this is her way of like passing on to the next life or whatever. Great beyond. Yeah. So no, but we're gonna come back to Ted Mosby. I, I want you to remember that because there's a very there's one thing that kept popping up in my head. This movie, gosh, what do I even like it's not a rom com. No, it's not. It and almost like took pages out of a rom com. It's like I want to be an indie movie, but I also wanted to kind of be a rom com. It's indie in a really not cool way for 2017. Besides any thematic elements, it's just not as clever as it thinks it is. He's literally editing shots for a nature documentary and every single time he's editing it's always the guy looking straight to camera and saying the animals must mate or suffer being alone for eternity bites out of apple like Like, you're not clever what are we doing heavy-handed it's not clever it's super heavy 
I'm not really sure what we're supposed to do. And literally everyone in the movie is an ass. The only... Except for Colby. Yeah, the only three characters who aren't assholes, surprisingly enough, are Kobe, the guy that she's going to end up marrying. He He's not like... He's a, the movie is desperately framing him as an asshole, but he doesn't do anything to deserve that. He takes his, He's like overly perfect. He takes his fiance's ex-boyfriend out playing tennis, tries to do everything not, nice. Yeah, he's and he's like, "Hey, I'm thank you so much. You know, it's really big of you for coming out and I really appreciate you. and thanks for coming out and playing tennis with me. This is really really cool." And like Justin Long said, yeah, yeah, no, this is, yeah, oh, yeah. And then he, like, tries to hit him at one point, and then that's when he's, like, and he has a normal human reaction. He's, like, are you uh, gonna be? Are you going to be a problem here? Yeah, he's, like, Are you going to be a problem? Because I trust my wife to make these decisions that you are allowed to come. I'm not, I will choke a bitch if I need to. Exactly. He had the most human emotions about it. And then randomly, Luis Guzman is in this movie oh, too. Oh, Luis Guzman was a treasure. He was the like the most decent, bright, shining light. After it's not even like Justin Long's character is an asshole, and I can get around the main character being an asshole if they're likable. But every single person around him for every shot is like, "Oh, so you're a number two? You were the almost was, huh? Oh, boo hoo, sad you." Uh, or making fun of him, or talking about how no other person could possibly ever love my daughter the way that you do. It's it's I... clearly being pointed. And again, I could almost forgive it if it's doing an unreliable narrator sort of thing. If they're saying, "Okay, guys, not really. They really they aren't literally saying these things. He just hears them." It would almost. I guess we can come back to this, but that this could almost be like if he was telling this the story of this to someone, then yes, it would be the unreliable narrator, and that would make it worthwhile, maybe. But it's not. You're it's happening in real time, and then there are times when there is the uh, the narration, or like you think that he's imagining things, and it kind of throws you for a loop. But because he has these memories of them together and it's romanticized and it's, you know, through the pink lenses or the rose colored lenses. And it's just like, it's really telling that the back of this movie's blurb is about, uh, he learns the tough truths about love, letting go and growing up. He don't grow up. He, he grows up in the last 30 seconds. That's it. Yeah. In the yeah. last 30 seconds after he has been the most childish he could possibly be. He like, you know how like they say it's like you can't go any further than rock bottom. He finds a way. It's a little cringy to be quite honest for its recentness. It, yeah. It's not comfort I I'm not comfortable anymore seeing scenes where a guy is pretty much an asshole. And the girl, because she's written that way, has no choice but to find that charming. Exactly. We were willing to give him a lot of benefits of the doubt. You know, he's going through some things. He was with her for eight years, and then they broke up, and then she married the very next guy she dated after only being with him for one year. I get the tension, and I get the, but why not me of it all? But in the first 15 minutes, he proposes to his girlfriend on their anniversary and then says, no, actually, we should break up. Why? Why the? F- okay, and as a storyteller, see, yeah. why include it? As as a as for humans, why the fuck did you do that? And as as another thing, why don't you talk to your girlfriend who you, seems like you've been together for a while? Because you're obviously celebrating an anniversary. Tell her what's going on. Exactly, communication. And then even then, we can almost say, well, this is a really big 
bombshell. He doesn't know how to process it. But then we go back in time to when he stalked her in a library and then ruined the end of, of Mice and Men for her so she would go on a coffee date with him because he loves her, having never talked to her. I think I love you. Yeah, he says in three sentences, he says the ending to Of Mice and Men. That she's never read before, that, that she was trying to read. She was like a few pages in. Then, well, I want to get to know you because I want to have sex with you. Yeah, that was, oh my then, gosh. Then, oh, well, because I think I love you. Like that, it, that was the progression. He has had two minutes of conversation with this girl. It, it, it astounds me. She How was written that, that way. Find that endearing. She was written that way, obviously, because if this was from any other perspective, it'd be like, okay, that's one, you ruined a timeless classic for me. Two, you pretty much said you want to only want to get coffee with me because you want to bang me. And three, say you love me even though you know nothing about me. Kobe Sm- Smolders does a great job at portraying that that can be endearing. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. She says all the things that. We would say, but in the end, still goes out with him. Like she points out every single flaw with his plan, and then still says, yeah. "But okay." Kobe Smulders is not the problem with this movie. Nah. In fact, she's probably the bright and shining silver lining to this thing. Mm-hmm. Like anytime she was on screen, I felt a little less cringy. Yeah, she has a lot of pathos to it. Her character is believable. A person who spent that much time in your life, yeah, you you want them to be a part of this next step. I get it. It's not it's not Bella inviting Jacob to her wedding. It's because she clearly had a relationship with him and she wants to make sure that he's a part of this next life. She even says it. If I didn't invite you to this wedding, I would never see you again. And she's kind of right. Yeah, I want to I want to come back to that, too, uh, in a little bit. The other characters in this movie are not characters. Justin Long tries I didn't feel like he slept walk through this movie. I felt like he put forth a pretty good effort. I've seen Justin Long in a, in a few movies like uh, Waiting and Accepted and, um, of course, like Dodgeball and shit like that. <laughs> but, you know, he has this way of being effortlessly charming is maybe a good way to put it. or Effortlessly in how much effort it takes to be charming because he's written into that role. Exactly. This this is Justin Long as Justin Long. Or this is the same kind of role that he's played. But there's a slight more depth to it than his other characters have had. It's not the same character as, you know, accepted where, you know, he's a con man and a fast talker or something like that. He doesn't have as much confidence as that. But he's also not the cool kid that everyone wants to talk to from waiting or something. But I felt like Justin Long put forth a really good effort on this. There's just... Nothing to work with. Nothing. To, he he worked with what he had. He and ed- that, there yeah. was not much. He edits nature documentaries. And from what we see of his work, he doesn't really do it much at all he's not the guy with the funny ideas that's his co-worker even though maybe that idea wasn't good but it was the one that the boss wanted so we'll see how how that goes and then he keeps saying he is a documentarian he has no idea what he wants his documentary to be about the end credits really got to me because if he was a documentarian we wouldn't be seeing him on camera. He'd be behind the camera filming he a, things. He had a camera at one point, but he wasn't filming. He was just taking shots. Yeah, I don't know why they did that at all. It was almost like they were saying, yeah, look, he's he's moving on. He's 
growing. He's doing what he wanted to do with his life. And I could not care less because that's not actually what a person who wants to make a documentary does. It, you don't just travel that's, around to beautiful vistas and ride in a boat. Yeah, you. that's like saying, oh, I want to be a graphic designer and I don't know what I want to design. It's like you're a graphic designer and you design or you're an illustrator and you illustrate. Yeah, there might be like that one project that you've never illustrated that you've always wanted to illustrate or there's that one uh, client that you've never got to work with. That's But that... You're not a document. I don't know what I want my documentary to be on. No, you might have that one project that you've never worked on, but this is not it. I think he got complacent in his relationship, too. It yeah. feels that way. I mean, they never specifically say why it was they broke up, but you can tell that it was a mutual thing that, at least to her, she was trying to say, listen, you were there. It's not like I didn't let you in on this. It didn't work. You don't remember it because you don't want to remember the bad times. Why do you think the filmmakers never addressed why they broke up? Yeah, there's there's a lot of things. I don't think it's like being clever. I think that was being deliberately obtuse because they don't care because it's it's about him and he loves her and he wants to get back together with her so it doesn't matter why they broke up love fixes all there's a lot of parts like that he literally has a dream in the middle of their wedding ceremony about standing up during the i object part walking up to the front kissing her and her just being like well, yeah, I guess I did love you, big strong man. Let's Everyone's go run away. Clapping. The the groom stands out of the way. It's every bad part of a rom com <sighs> thrown into one scene, making it seem like the girl has no say in her destiny or what she wants. That all it takes is a big strong man to say, "No, actually, you want me to have sex with you. Come with me now." And then it, uh, when it happens, quote unquote, in real life, he still kind of stands up, but then doesn't really do anything. Like. This movie is all about thought processes of like, maybe we could try this, or maybe we could try this, and it, and it was, maybe we could try, but they never actually went through with anything. It was a lot of n- neat kind of little ideas that never went anywhere. Yeah, I wouldn't want to date him either. He's a, a, like he negs her. They were doing this thing on their date in Seattle or whatever, and he's trying to think of an offensive joke. He makes up the game. He tells something, and she's like, "Oh, that's not offensive. This is offensive." She wins the game, and he's like, "Oh, you're terrible for doing that. You are a monster." Even though he literally set the rules of the game up in motion and say. You're a girl, you shouldn't well, be saying Well, to give things. him a little bit of a benefit of the doubt, we don't see him set up the rules for the game, but he does like immediately say, "Oh, you're the most you're the most terrible person I've ever met." Yeah, and, the, and he calls her dummy. Yeah. Like it's all supposed to be so cutesy, so adorable. It's just really mm, you got to give me you got to give me why Ted Mosby is relevant because I must that must that know. might be at the near the end. Then um, but let's talk let's, about our sponsor and yeah. our book of the week. I think yeah, that thing this is a perfect point to talk about. Uh, today's show being brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash married to the idea and browse, browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash married to the idea to get started today. Remember, that is 
married Tio the idea, not to. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audio publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. And our book today, why we've already mentioned it, is Of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck. Since it was already ruined in the movie, we definitely don't suggest to watch the movie if you've not read the book. Yeah, I. it was funny that that was the book that she was reading because all I could think about was uh, our good friend John and our idea to do uh, drunk literature where we would get smashed and then try to explain classic books to each other. And that's all I could think about the entire <laughs> time. <laughs> The uh, the one that we definitely suggest is narrated by Gary Sinise, who is just the nicest person. So. Have you seen the video of him watching the Sinise video? Yeah, you uh, you were showing it to me. It's so sweet. Yeah, thank you, Gary. That was so adorable. Oh, so, so cute. But yeah, that, uh, Of Mice and Men is our suggestion where you can just go to audibletrial.com and you can get a title for free. And yes, we definitely recommend that if you want to read it, do not watch literally right before Aaron before you read it, because it'll wreck it for you. Thank you, Justin Long. All right, so do you want to know why Ted Mosby is relevant in this? Tell me the Mosby of it all. Never invite your ex to your wedding. Never do that. Because the show does a really great point. The show does a much better point at showing why you never invite your ex to this, to your wedding, by having a whole episode of him trying to bring his ex to make it okay for, sorry, her ex, because he wants his ex to be there, which his ex being played by Kobe Smolders, so. It has so much to do with, it's kind of like doing a good apology, a good apology makes the other person feel good, not you feel good. Eventually you will, but you should never tell a truth to someone who doesn't know a truth unless it will help them. If it only clears your conscience and just makes things worse for them, that's not being fair to your friend. Well, sometimes that's just things have to get worse better. before they can better. In this particular scenario, it went about as well as you expected. I don't know how she thought it would go down. I do, though, get that that is how I would fix this movie is I really want a movie from Colby Smolder's point of view. That's what will fix the movie because all we have is him mooning over her and her seemingly very well adjusted has moved on, not seeming to have latched onto the first guy she found and then marrying him because she's going to be lonely. She seems to have completely figured this whole thing out and making the strides to try and make this friendship okay by inviting him to a wedding and then having to deal with the consequences of that not a oh I was always supposed to go with him he was always the one for me but rather saying maybe this friendship can't be a friendship anymore you literally destroyed my reception I can't why (laughs) well and that that was the the point that I kind of wanted to bring up the the one quote-unquote good thing from this movie that wasn't just a, a, um, a performance, if you will. The big thing that they keep showing throughout this movie is this guy is romanticizing the past. He is overthinking that this this relationship was perfect. He literally destroys a, a relationship that he's in because he just got invited to a wedding of his ex-girlfriend um, and Though that new relationship won't go anywhere, uh, he invites a girl to go to the wedding with him, and that, of course, that goes nowhere. But as much as he's romanticizing the relationship, she's romanticizing the friendship. Now, that's why I think it'd granted, be more compelling to hear yeah. her side of things. And like, I get the 
impetus to be like you were a part of my life I want you to be a part of this I want us to be okay I want this to be something that we can this is our defining moment where we move on and you see look I am happy look I still care about you and yeah I think she definitely underestimated the kind of havoc he would wreak on this yeah it's a long relationship and that's a lot of bad juju what I don't understand is what she thought she was going to get out of it. My question is, did she really think that the friendship would come back completely? No, like, I think this was supposed to be the swan song of it all. Like, she like this was like the last hurrah? She couldn't be friends with him because, not that you have to give up your friends when you're married, but it's a very tricky and precarious situation to try and be friends with someone who is still in love with you while you are married to someone else. Not a good time. Bad juju all around. So I think this was supposed to be like, I don't think I would ever see you again if I didn't invite you to this wedding. So I wanted you to come. I wanted to know that I wanted to see. That was the selfish part, which would make her not like a perfect angel. It would be the selfish part for her to know that you're okay. Because I'm okay if you're okay. I want to make sure. Are you good? Are you good? I'm not going to change what I'm doing, but are you good? I want to make sure you're okay, even at your detriment to your happiness to see you getting, see me getting married to someone else. At least I know you're cool. And I, I, I see what you're saying. Um, it definitely would be a very compelling, it would be more compelling, but it would be hard to tell it right um, in it not to be something similar to this, which, by the way, this is a meta score of 28. Oof. And not very good uh, user We did not preface this when we picked it out. We were really just more intrigued by the, frankly, stellar cast that had gotten all together. Yeah, that's that's the weird part. I think it's more poorly written or directed, but the performances are what kind of make up for it. In much the same way that Wonder Woman ruined a lot of movies for me about how they portray women, I think The Big Sick ruined a lot of romantic movies for me too. Because The Big Sick has compelling characters on both sides. You want him to get the girl back. But when the girl says, listen, no, I've been in a coma all this time and I have to process all this and you did dump me. And he's like, Okay. And he has to walk away from that. He doesn't do any big romantic gestures. He doesn't embarrass her in front of her family and friends. He doesn't interrupt her wedding. He literally, you know, lays it all on the table and then accepts her decision. That's why I don't feel like this movie failed miserably. It doesn't accept the woman's decision in it at all. Everything is just like... He has to, but it's less of a, I'm accepting your decision. It's more like, I'm forced to accept your decision. I'm I'm embarrassed to accept your decision because they're having this big, big, big talk and then like someone interrupts them. Of course he's a jerk and and does it in the middle of her reception, has to have this out on one of the happiest days of like, and you can tell like he asks her, scale of one to 10 is the happiest you've ever been. And she's like, it's pretty close. And you can tell it's not because she doesn't love her husband. It's because he's been looking in the corner kind of just like, making this less enjoyable for her just thinking about all the ways that he's just and truthfully if he hadn't been there it would have been like she he would have she would have thought about him but it wouldn't have been as big yeah it would have been a blip not as like a shadow hanging around the entire thing this movie's supposed to be about the main guy's growth and I don't think it does that very well at all there 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 is no growth until the very end and even then 
it's not growth. This is too similar to like 500 Days of Summer. Yeah, exactly. It feels very much like, and that movie did a very good job of showing an unreliable narrator. Exactly. If this had been more clear that he literally was romanticizing everything, that it was all in his head conjured up, if there were more fantasies about him just coming in and sweeping off and doing whatever he wanted to do, then maybe I would have gotten that gist. But like they, you, they were trying to, I think, because they made every single person around him an asshole. Every single person was a dick. And I'm like, they can't all be. And they were. And so that's when I started thinking, oh, this can't be reliable. Because it, it, you, you were saying it, it was all the cliches coming right up to the yeah, front. Yeah, this, this, is, this, this is like an indie that is steeped in rom-coms it's it felt too bad and like there's there could have been ways that this could have worked if they did want to go the unreliable narrator route and say like have him over romanticize the past and half and then like go and confront her and everything like that and then she says yeah i have those pictures and it shows her looking at the pictures and the pictures aren't as good as he remembers. Yeah, what if they, you know, he's like, you took, we took Polaroids, instant pictures, because we were so young and hipster. And like, and you see the pictures, they're, they, they're not handheld film videos of them on the beach. There aren't any Polaroid Insta shots of it's them It's just them kind hats. of like awkwardly just kind of like, It's just normal hey. pictures on a Facebook, because that's how people do it. Yeah, they're not like the perfect shot of them, like just just little, just grainy enough for it to be the, the right kind of feel. Like, babe, or... I love you, but I don't think I have any candid yet perfect shots of us. <laughs> Without being perfectly staged to look candidly attractive, <laughs> we we've got a couple, but like there, we we've been together twelve years. Where is and camera? Just, Who is cameraman? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we've been together twelve years, and we have maybe three. Like he had like twenty to thirty. This movie, when we watched it, we were the most sympathetic audience you could get because we like romantic movies, we liked the cast, and we ourselves were together for seven, eight years before we were engaged and married. So I, I should have been, we should have been the perfect people to understand the pain of someone who was together for that long and then busting up. Like it, we should have been like, oh yeah, that would be really tough, really hard. But neither of us would have been dicks like these guys. Like, yeah, it would have destroyed me, but not like that. I would not have turned into a complete and total asshole. Now, I don't know for certain, but... John Cho was right. He shouldn't have gone to the wedding. No, he should not have gone to the wedding. <laughs> he should not have worn those short shorts either. No, so, he should not. So I guess let's let's ask the question and just kind of try to be done with it because I think we've we've ripped this to shreds. Pretty, it's uh, really quite terrible, terrible. Yeah, and it's, and I it's, don't but, recommend this at it's all. In, it's in its banality. It's not like it's not like the room. It's not like Surfer. It's it's the, no, the banality a, of evil. This is a this is like a three at best. Yeah, this is not. It wasn't enjoyable for the whole cast of characters. None of them are really utilized to their advantage. And its failure in filmmaking really makes the whole endeavor kind of pointless. Yeah. I guess let's let's ask the question to, to be done. What would you do to make the film better? Make it from the girl's perspective. All right. I want to see Colby Smulders. First shot is her calling her ex to say, listen, will you come to my wedding? And then seeing her thought process, seeing how she loves the man she's with. Not Spider-Man doing it up where it's like, oh, it's not the same as kissing Spider-Man upside down in the rain, Mr. Astronaut. 
uh, just something to show that her complexity of character. I feel she's a really complex character, and it is not explored at all in favor of his character, which is not complex and very boring, especially for 2017. Yeah, it's boring, but it's still a little complex, if it makes sense. I see what you're saying. I would be afraid of it turning into another one of these, though, if it's not handled correctly. Because obviously, we already have one of these. This movie was directed and written by the same guy. Yeah. And that, to me, is a warning sign right there. Yeah. And Oh, by the way, I, I don't know if you knew this, but this was based on a short named the same thing. Really? Yeah. From him? From the director? Like, he did it and said, I have another idea. He directed the short and then made the movie. But that's literally all he's directed. That's is it. the short and the movie. Well, it's only 2017, so, you know, maybe he's yeah. got another movie in the works, but... But he's an actor. I mean, now, not to say that directors can't be actors and vice versa, uh, because plenty of them can be. Yeah. Ben Affleck? Matt Damon? I don't know if Matt Damon directs, but uh, Ben Affleck, um, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller's uh, really prolific. But, I mean, it happens quite a few times. But it's, it's so strange that this... And apparently the short actually won an award, but the short is only two minutes. This is an hour and a half. That is so strange. I do wish that I had known that. It would have been interesting to see what the whole thing was based off of. Because if they're looking for the only bit of interesting action in the movie, it would have been the cake scene. And even then, that was a little derivative. Even then. but What would you do, Aaron, if you were trying to save the movie? What would you do? If I was given this script, I would keep the unreliable narrator. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't make it a twist. I would make it where it was going to be, okay... He is Better an un- telegraph it all the way through. Yeah, it's like, okay, he's an unreliable narrator, you know. Show him at work, and they are just ripping into him. Um, show him it going to his anniversary, and his girlfriend is just absolutely terrible. Show him calling his mom on the phone, and she just, me, 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 me. You, you never call me. And like, and it show, you know, he's gotten 16 calls from her that day or something. Over-exaggerated to an, an extent, you know. But then he confronts her maybe before the wedding. Well, yeah, no, no. Actually, have him confront her before the wedding, before the ceremony starts. Like, she's getting ready. Like, she's not even, like, gone up to say, I do. Go up, confront her, and, like, what, how is he better than me? He's like, what do you mean? There's a million reasons why he's better than you. What do you mean? Our relationship was amazing and this and that. And she's like... Do you not remember all the late night fights, all the the ignored calls, the and he's like, yeah, but what about all this? She's like, yes, that was the good parts of the relationship. You're forgetting about the bad parts. And then, because they tell this really cute story about how he had uh, a tooth pulled and he was on Novocaine and he and he does all this. Still have that story. That's a cute story. But then she's like, yeah, I have those. And, yeah. it show, and it can even show her pulling them out. And it's like, and they're not as cutesy and, and indie and hipster as he remembers them. And it shows that he is an unreliable. And then it makes you go back and realize that this whole movie that you've been watching has been exaggerated. That's how you save this movie. Because you don't have to change that much. You make it a little bit more exaggerated. You take an extra step further. And then you you make it more of a movie. 
Well, this director turned it from a two-minute short to an hour-and-a-half-long movie in five years. Maybe another five years, we'll get a whole TV show based on it, and it'll be called How I Met Your Mother 2. Oh, God. How I Met Your Father, which did not end up actually happening. So <laughs> it didn't physically hurt, and, I, and I'm going to say that was because of the performances. But Like, we watched the trailer for Isn't It Romantic, and I think I do want to go watch that. I think I'm going to enjoy that more than literally right before <sighs> Yeah, I, I I really don't want to watch that movie. I'll watch it with you, but I really don't want to watch that movie. So, <laughs> but yeah, we don't recommend this movie. There, it was in the dollar bin for a reason. <laughs> so. We've learned from our mistakes. Don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge a movie by its title. Even if it has Aaron in it. Even if it has my own name in it, and I thought for a split second. When they said, please have us welcome Mr. and Mrs. Aaron. And I was like, I swear to God, if that last name starts with an H, I'm going to be pissed. So but, you're saying if we're in the dollar bin and we see a movie called Aaron and Elizabeth Together Forever. Uh, well, then I might buy that. Okay. All right. Before we end, a uh, special shout out to our friends Sam and Paige for starting their own podcast. Uh, Sam, Sam and, and Paige, Paige are planning, planning a, a wedding. wedding. Um, I've been listening to that, and it's been adorable. So. Yeah, if you want a nice romantic thing to listen to, go take that a listen. Don't watch this movie. Go listen no. to another story. Ab- I love. A- absolutely. <laughs> Do not recommend Literally Right Before Aaron. We recommend Sam and Paige uh, playing a wedding. But until then, she's been Elizabeth. He's been Aaron. And, and we're, we're married, married to, to the idea. idea.